Yeah, the movie theaters are all closed down, pretty much. Um, I think there may be a small movie theater chain in somewhere that's not closed down. But all the movie theater chains, the major ones anyway, are pretty much the big three. They're all closed, as far as I know, nationwide. Um, movies are being pushed back. And there's a fear that when this, when, you know, when people get back to, hopefully when things get back to normal or as close to normal as they get, that movie theaters will be gone. <sighs> you know, I don't think movie theaters will be gone, but we'll see. I don't know. It, it's it's a thing. It's it's something. I've heard predictions that movie theaters will be gone, and that movie theaters might need a bailout from the government. Better them than the cruise ships. I guess. Um, so we will see. Like uh, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, was pushed back. Black Widow was pushed back. Uh, Trolls World Tour is still supposedly coming out, but I think that's now going to DVD. I think that's now going straight to video. Um, so we will see how, how this all goes. Well, it's it's going to be an interesting time. Uh, the master director Stuart Gordon best known for Reanimator and From Beyond and maybe even Robot Robot Jocks has died he was 72 and uh, I guess he's not been that busy in recent years because uh, I don't think I've seen any news about him lately and uh, in the past, I don't remember the last time I saw any news about him but it's, it's been, but there have been some nice tributes to him on Twitter by Barbara Crampton, who worked with him on Reanimator and From Beyond, and Jeffrey Combs, who were also worked on him with Beyond, on Reanimator and From Beyond, and also I think he was even on a play together about Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, if you've never seen Reanimator, you should. I guess. Maybe not. If horror is not your thing, maybe you shouldn't see Reanimator, but... Um, but I think maybe... I don't know. I'm still, still thinking about that. Um... There's some nice tributes you can find online to him and on Twitter, some websites like Bloody Disgusting. Um, and I think Fangoria has tweeted out in an interview, uh, an interview that Gordon had done for the ma that they did with the magazine. Barbara Crampton was doing the interview, so that's kind of cool. I mean, So yeah, um, 
Oh, forgot to mention that he was involved in the Honey, I Met the Kids franchise. I think it was his, uh, no, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids franchise on Disney. I believe he, he co-created, he, he may have written the script for the first one, and I think he, he produced a couple of them. So he did have some, you know, interest, he did have some interest, but he did have a film or two outside of horror that he was attached to. Well, maybe I was feeling generous, but Bloodshot is not that bad. I mean, it's not great. And, um, the trailer, I think, gives too much away. But a lot of trailers give too much away nowadays, so, um... I guess that's not unique to Bloodshot, but... No, it's decent. I mean, Vin Diesel's not a great actor, but... I think this is within... I think, I think this character... Is within his wheelhouse. I mean, that's something he can do. Uh, it's always nice to see Guy Pierce as the villain. Well, it's usually nice just to see Guy Pierce. So, that's you know, that's 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 a couple of things. Eliza, I, I can't say her first name because I thought I was going to say Eliza, but I don't think it is. Miss Eliza Gonzalez. Was name I'm probably first name I'm probably mispronouncing. She's she doesn't have enough to do, but you no, know, she's fine. The supporting cast is fine. I like some of the action sequences. I like some of uh, Ray's non-physical powers. I liked how those were deployed, and you know, I might watch this again. Might not, but I'm keeping keeping my options open. Bloodshot is based on a comic book from Valiant. Valiant is a small comic book company. The big two comic book companies are Marvel and DC. The third biggest comic book company, I think, is Dark Horse. And Valiant, I don't even know. I don't even know where Valiant would be. I don't even think they're top ten. But I'm, I'm not sure. So he's a character you're not familiar with. Uh, he's got nanites in his blood, which provide him with all sorts of powers. So he's a he's a little bit of a Wolverine kind of Punisher combo, I guess. Is the well, it's a little simplistic, but I think that hits the mark. And as I said, uh, maybe I'm feeling generous, but I kind of liked it. It's also I think it's under two hours, so you know. It gets, it starts off, it gets, right, it gets to the point. I'm not gonna, you know, even with this movie year being as weird as it is, if this ends up in my top ten, this will be a bad year for movies. But we'll see how things go. Onward from Dixie Pixar is not terrible either. I think it's decent, and I think it does get better after the first, after the first 20 minutes or so. I I think it does it does get a little bit I think it gets better as I think the movie does get better as it goes on. And I probably will watch this again before the year's out. Onward is a movie where apparently there's there's magical creatures, but they seem to like elves, orcs, unicorns and stuff. But they seem to be living in kind of a modern modern world without without either without magic completely 
or very little magic. I'm not sure about the world building here, but just go with it. And uh, it's about two brothers, and through weird magical circumstances, they get a chance to see their late father for one day. But they have to find a gem to make it happen. And one of the brothers was really young when the father died, so he doesn't know him that well. And it would mean a... Uh, and it's, it's good. Chris Pratt is the older brother. He's a bit of a goofball. I know. Stereotype, stereotypical Chris Pratt. One of these days, he's gonna be in a, he's gonna be doing a dramatic movie, and it's gonna and if it if he gets the right part, it's gonna be great. But you know, he's playing I guess the typical Chris Pratt, Star Lord, Andy Dwyer kind of goofball. Tom Holland is a younger brother. Uh, it's not as I said. It's it's. It's decent. I think it does get better after the first 20 minutes or so. Not like the first 20 minutes are terrible exactly, but you know what I mean. It's just I think it does. The movie does get better as it goes on. And it's 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 worth seeing, I think. I've probably put a weirder collection of movies together in a podcast than this than this one, but Here we go. The third movie for this episode is Kickboxer Retaliation. Alain Musai returns as the hero. And, uh, I like him. He, he's got a, and, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme returns as his teacher. But I think he's been, I think he was blinded in between movies. Or maybe he was blinded in the first film and I don't remember first of these new kickboxer films and it's been too long and I don't remember Mike Tyson has a supporting role uh, you know I, I guess it depends your feelings on Mike Tyson whether you'd want him to have a supporting role or not but apparently Tyson's got an acting career going and uh, apparently we're not going to get to avoid uh, he's He's getting in bigger things than just, like, great Drek, Steven Seagal movies. But, you know, uh, Christopher Lambert is the villain of the piece. Well, he's the mastermind. The physical villain is a huge guy from Game of Thrones. They called him the Mountain in Game of Thrones. And, uh... This is kind of fun. I mean, the the last fight se- the fight sequences are fun. The training's fun. Uh, there's a nice dance. Se- there's a there's a kind of a romantic dance sequence to start the film, which I was not ex, which when I first saw this, I was not expecting. Uh, the actress playing his wa- playing the hero's wife, doesn't get much to do, but she did look. But, you know, I mean, maybe maybe in other things she gets to do more. And maybe in other movies she gets to dance more. <laughs> but, hey, you know, I guess this, this, is, this, this is a paycheck gig for her. But, uh, 
Oh, the hero's name is Kurt Sloan. I just forgot for a second. It's it's nice. The uh the highlight of the movie is the epic fight at the end. Uh, you know. And apparently this there's going to be another one of these. Which I think would be fun. I got a physical copy of this. I'm not sure why. But now that I have the physical copy of this, I can loan it out to anybody. Well, I guess I can loan it out to anybody later after this pandemic dies down. And I, re I resume loaning movies to people. But yeah, I mean, Masai is not a great actor, but... I think he's a, he's a likable enough hero. So, I enjoyed it. Well, that's it for this episode. There'll be another episode, I guess, next week. And I don't know what it'll be about yet, but hey, that's life. Um, hope everyone's being safe out there and taking care of themselves and their family. Um, thanks for listening. And hopefully this made you think about something other than the current situation in the world for at least a minute. Um, so yeah, have a, everyone have a great day.